There she goes. Well, there she is. <laughs> and there she goes. And we're recording. <laughs> Mage Talk is brought to you by Swift Otter, the Magenta Certification Test Prep Company. Swift Otter is excited to announce a new study guide and practice test to help you achieve the highest certification Magento offers, the Magento Professional Developer Plus Certification, now with a money-back guarantee. So what have you got to lose? Check it out today at swiftotter.com slash magetalk. Do we have Shoot, any man. actual? Can, do, do we, we want to talk about feelings? No, let's talk about feelings. Yeah, today on Mage Talk. Yeah, let's do that. We should talk about feelings. <laughs> we we could argue for an hour as to why you don't like the idea that it's a product. You want to do that? Oh, that what's a product? Magento's oh, product. oh, yeah. I do want to. I do want to talk about this. I know you do. I do want to talk about this, and um. I want to also talk about the 10K build thing. We got to get it in. I know. I know. I know. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So I was, okay. So I was, I was thinking, we talked about this last week. We, you were saying, listen, everybody needs to grow up and grow up here <laughs> and accept that, um, uh, accept that there isn't going to be like a quote, Lavelle, like a replacement for Lavelle. There isn't going to be like a single person. That are we just? Is, are we in the show now? Is this it? I don't know. I mean, I, I okay, don't know. Fine, yeah, You're the fine. one that hit the record button. All right, welcome I mean, to Mage Talk. Blah blah blah. Okay, no single no, person. No, Lavelle, go. No, let's do that. No, let's do that. Let's okay. do the whole show intro. You want to do the? Whole it was do weirding it. me out that we didn't do it last time. Okay, do it. Go. <laughs> Here we go. Hello, welcome to Mage Talk, the Magento Community Podcast. I am Kalen. And I am Philip. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, we are talking about, uh, what are we talking about today, Phil? Well, it, I said, let's just talk about our feelings. And then, yeah. and then, you know, and then you went to the dark place. And that's, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. 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 I went yeah. to the dark place. You went to the dark because place. Because... It's what I do. Um, I'm actually in a dark room right now. I, for some reason, when I in my office here in my house, I like to for it to be completely dark. I like I have like I have the blinds, the heavy duty blinds on, and I just I like to work in darkness. Is that weird? I don't know uh, if that's weird or not. But I mean, you have a lot in common with you know Dracula, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's it's you uh, know yeah. You share a lot of similarities with Jack, Dracula, if I'm being really honest. <laughs> he's, al- he's also a big fan of H-E-B sparkling water. He, he likes H-E-B as, sparkling from, water. As far as I know. He it's has from, from yeah, what I hear. He, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you, he sometimes has sort of a weird way of positioning his cape in front of his face <laughs> when he's talking. He's just like sort of peers over the top of his forearm and looks at you and says, "Could you build a Could you build a magenta website for ten thousand dollars? Ten thousand dollar magenta website." Oh my gosh! You know what I'm saying? Wow! 
Wow. So you just yeah. jumped right just in You and Dracula just you throwing just out in your garage. You both have sunglasses <laughs> on. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's how I figure it. Sorry. It's, it's, this, this episode of Made Shock is brought to you by Count Chocula Cereal. <laughs> <laughs> and by Vertex, if you need uh, uh, tax software and uh, and you want one that won't suck your blood, visit vertexcloud.com uh, because uh, they're the best. We love them. They're awesome. Thank you for sh- supporting the show. Um, okay, but for real. Get though, your taxes done right, people. Don't yep. mess around. They'll handle everything, even filing. They'll do the filing for you. That's what I hear. <laughs> I have, can I just say, um, it, tax filing is, and I obviously haven't had to deal with filing, you know, whatever it is that merchants uh, have to file, but just I know. regular filing as a person and as, <laughs> as a corporation is so, it, it doesn't make any sense that it has to be so stressful because all you're doing is counting up all the stuff and categorizing all the stuff in and out. And then you're just reporting that. Like, why should that be so stressful? And yet it's so stressful every single time. Yeah. So I have a new accountant who's, who's great and he's helping me with more stuff more proactively. And I've like reached that. out to your accountant. You have a virtual no accountant. Yeah. I reached out to that guy. That's beautiful. Yeah. John. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Shout out to John Black, Black, Blackwell? Well, what? Blackwell. He has a product we called... We, we don't know who he is. Every Balance. That's the one. Yeah, John Blackwell. I was like, is it, is it Blackwood? Black, John Blackwell. Yep. He's actually out in um, Auburn, Alabama. Really, really good dude. Super smart. Wicked smart. <laughs> Anyways, point of all that was Listen, to say... Okay. Dracula taxes. More taxes. He's handling stuff more proactively and... To the extent you can pay for your tax stuff to be handled more proactively, it's always worth it every single time. 100%. Every day of the week. Definitely. Regardless of what it costs. That's right. You could literally spend a million dollars to have your taxes. <laughs> you can filed, actually. Actually, I'm, I'm it, sure it there are many companies it. that spend a million dollars on their taxes. It would be. Let me. It would be worth it. Can I give you an analogy? You know, I'm the king of the analogies, right? Please, please do. This is an analogy. So, my brother in law. Uh, you know, he's got three kids and my two kids come over all the time. We've got five kids playing in the backyard. And, uh, and so they were at Costco and they were like, you know, there's a slip and slide there at Costco, giant slip and slide for a hundred bucks. And they're like, we could buy the slip and slide. It's got like, you know, an inflatable side rail. So you don't slip and slides don't last. They have a half life of like three hours. Yeah. Okay. That's all I have to say. Okay. Please. And, uh, and he looks at the slip and slide and he's like, you know, I could make this slip and slide with a piece of plastic from Home Depot. Totally. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so he goes to Home Depot, he buys a hundred foot of black sheeted plastic, right? Like on a roll. And he puts it nice. in his backyard. And in three and a half right. seconds, in, in three and a half seconds, uh, the wind picks it up and drags it across the yard. Yeah. Right? So you know what he does? He lines, he's a genius. He, he lines the sides of this black sheet of plastic with rocks. So now we have... Genius. Now we have, you know, uh, obstacles to dodge and uh, head wounds and trauma to deal with, right? Whereas, you know, if you yeah. just bought the one, the thing that's purpose built for that, that, it comes with stakes that you know sit below the ground, so you know you don't hurt yourself. And the kids are flying off the sides and getting rocks in the face, and you know, listen, it just comes down to like, you know, you could do it yourself. You're going to spend half as much, but you'll never want to do it again. 
You'll never want to use it again. You're going to do a bad job. So use, yeah. use the pro. That's what I'm talking about. That's why you need Vertex Pro. Use a pro. Oh. That's why this episode is brought to you by Jerry's Slip and Slides. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's Slip and Slides dot io. Yeah. And dot uh, <laughs> io. Get yourself a, yeah. a brand new slip and slide. Yeah. By the way, Jerry's Slip and Slide okay dot just... io. It's a porn site. Who knew? Oh, um, God. <laughs> yeah. We got to keep it family friendly. What were we originally going on about? Oh, you were going to talk about, wait, was, what are we talking about? The $10,000 uh, Magenta website? Was that? <laughs> yes. Was that where we yeah. were trying to go? And, and okay. then we were going to go to the product deal. Oh, that's right. Okay. The Magento so the, it's, all, it's all the feelings. All of the, the, I am your therapist. Let me hear all of your feelings today. Okay. So I have this friend named Phil and... Uh, Who is that he, guy? He sounds nice. And also it sounds like that's not his name. <laughs> he, uh, I knew him for like five years before he even told me he didn't want me to call him Phil. Right. And uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's just been tough. You know, that's he doesn't call. guy. Yeah. It's, it's been... Uh, it's just been difficult. I think I need to let him go. I think I need to. I think I need to break up with him. If, if you don't love him, let him go. That's my. That's, that's what I always say. Okay. All right. So can I just can I just get a couple things off my chest about this ten thousand dollar build? Okay. Give people so some context because they don't know what it means. I, I will. I'll do that. I'll give some context. So I get. So we have a, a, a client sign up. Karma's Hero. They enter in their budget in terms of hourly rates because generally that's we're working with. Hey, which the hourly rate you're looking to pay? I read the description. I notice it's a project. I email. I say, hey, by the way, do you have an overall budget? You know, because usually people have something in mind. They say, well, about ten thousand um, uh, dollars. But you know, maybe there's some flexibility. I say, okay. I kind of realize like that's probably way too low. But I figure, you know what? I'm going to put this out there. See what I see what I hear back because, um, you know, I, through working with, uh, working with Commerce Hero, working at Commerce Hero, um, I've gotten to contact with people all over the world who, you know, do have lower rates than what we might be used to sure. know, here in the States and whatever. And in, uh, what's the correct term? Western countries? To, in to the West. Whatever. <clears throat> Yeah. In the West. In the West. And so, you know, so there are some great developers that, you know, work for 30, 40, 50 bucks an hour kind of a thing. So anyway, so I want to see what I get back. I get lit up on, on Twitter and LinkedIn, by the way. You know, is this a joke? This is ridiculous. Are you missing a zero? And um, Which, so... Which, by the way, this all so happened while you're on a sabbatical, right? All, it's all, this is all happening while I'm on a supposed sabbatical. <laughs> Um, and I I still do some, some of the day to day if, you know, do you know what a sabbatical means? It means don't work. (laughs) I feel like your definition of sabbatical and mine are two different definitions. (laughs) Well, I, I try to limit it to about an hour a day. Um, most, uh, like if you're a professor and you take a sabbatical, you're still working. Like you're still answering email. I I say this as if I know what it's like to be a professor, but yeah, you're still your answering deep, emails. Your deep professor you're, experience. <laughs> yeah, you're basically working on uh, you're working on a paper. Is you just have less office hours? Is pretty much all it is. So, anyways, um, and so uh, you know, I knew it was it was it's a red flag when you have a budget that low. I mean, what would you say is the lowest you should go as a general rule of thumb? You'd probably say fifty grand on the 
super low end, I'd imagine. Yeah, like three hundred and forty thousand dollars. That's that's the super low end. <laughs> that's the super low end. So, um, so anyway, my thing and. Uh, my thing is like, look, I know that this is most likely not a fit, but I was, I was curious to see if it could possibly be a fit and it still is in, uh, is in, in process and we'll see how it, it ends up. And I, and I did concede. I said, look, the chances are it's probably not a good fit for Magento, but maybe it is. Who knows? Um, but like, I was thinking about this from a lot of different angles. I was actually thinking about this from, uh, the angle of what you said about Linux last week, which mm. um, I don't think is published yet, but I have you, more you to were, say about that, by the way. I have more okay, to good. say, yeah, but yeah, okay, go good. ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, what you were saying was listen, like, uh, yes, Magento is a big stack uh, from front end to back end to infrastructure. Why does that have to be such a bad thing? Why can't people work in whatever level of the stack they need to work like right. they do with Linux? Not everybody that uses Linux can work at the extreme low level code, uh, code, right? Nor do they need to. Nor do they need to. And similarly, I was thinking, okay, so let's, let's look at Linux, right? The people that do low level coding on Linux are, I'm sure, among the most talented engineers in the world. It's the most, probably some of the most difficult work you could do, has the biggest impact. They're brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, right? And uh, enterprise Linux, I'm sure there are projects that are in the seven, six, seven, eight figures easily, right? I'm sure there's governments that are deploying enterprise Linux in in eight figures um, builds. That doesn't mean, like somebody joked, like somebody replied and joked and was like, well, I could install Magento for you for $8,000, right? It shouldn't cost $8,000. Like, forget about the $10,000 price point, okay? Let's say we're talking about a $250,000 price point. I still don't want it to cost $8,000 just to install it. Like that, that, and that was probably a joke a little bit, but like, I, um, like going back to the Linux analogy, like you can, yeah, there can be seven, eight figure bill, uh, projects using deployments of Linux. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able, like I can deploy Linux on a $5 a month DigitalOcean plan, um, because it's open source and because it just works. So no, like it shouldn't, like, like it shouldn't cost me $8,000 to deploy. And that gives you, level of flexibility in how you want to choose to use it and deploy it. So there's a, there's, there's a ton of flexibility on the low end of the market and the high end of the market. And so I was just thinking like, why isn't, why isn't there a use case? Let's say the obvious move with a budget like this is probably one of the SaaS platforms is going to make more sense. Big commerce Shopify. Sure. But what if like, is there not a use case where let's say there's one piece of functionality those platforms don't cover. And let's say you say, look, I'm going to use Magento. I'm going to use an off-the-shelf theme. Um, I'm going to use one plugin. I'm going to use one module that gives me this piece, piece of functionality that I need. And that's it. Like, why isn't that... Uh, a, that's got to be a use case out. There's probably not a use well, case that solution <laughs> partners deal with day-to-day, and I totally get that. Um, but I just think maybe we're a, a little bit close-minded to the broader yeah, maybe. We, we talk a lot about what the broader community let, is let me, and okay. i think i i think i think you okay so you've captured it and now i'm now i'm 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 like i'm i'm the racehorse that's like you know i'm 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 clamoring i'm i'm champing at the bit i want to talk 
I'm, I'm okay. Let, let me in. Put me in, coach. I want to talk. <laughs> so, let me at him, coach. <laughs> I'm, I'm freaking out here. Here's the deal. <laughs> Which, by the way, I've been accused of saying that my catchphrase is here's the deal. And now I'm hyper aware of every time I say it. Um, <laughs> it's a good catchphrase, though. It's, it's not catch so bad. Go. As far as that, horrible. it could be, you know, and then I killed your parents. And, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Here's yeah. the deal. It's not the worst catchphrase ever. <laughs> so, yeah. so okay. In in a world where let's say that Inter- Magento Enterprise Solutions partners are charging 150 to 175 dollars an hour, let's just make that mm-hmm. assumption. So, yeah, you have between 52, right, 52 to 42 hours in that range to accomplish installing Magento, right? That's the eight thousand mm-hmm. dollar stake in the ground that somebody quoted in Mm -hmm. that 42 hours. Okay. Someone has to determine, well, where are we installing it? Okay. Rack space. Well, why not Nexus or mage mojo? Well, there's two hours of a conversation right there. So now you have 40. First of all, that's not Hold even on. a conversation. It's Mage Mojo every time. Okay. Because this episode is brought yeah. to you by yeah. Mage Mojo Stratus. Yeah. By Mojo okay. Stratus, which, by the way, they, I hear they have a new uh, version rev coming and it's massive and they're doing a lot of cool Kub- Kubernetes work. We should have uh, uh, Eric on to come talk about it. A lot we of should. Cool it's happening. time for another. It's, yeah, it's, it's time, time, for time for a little check in, a little refresh on what's happening. It's amazing engineering, a lot of cool companies running on uh, Mojo Strategy. Go check it out, uh, magemojo.com. Okay, listen, here's the deal. <laughs> now I'm freaking saying, here's the deal. <laughs> Dang it. That's uh, okay. It's, now it's in my brain. So you so have you, to just accept it, you have to yeah. embrace it. Somebody's yeah, going to ask the question where do, we, where do we install this? Right. And then we're going to have a long conversation about that. And they're going to do a platform selection. Okay. So, so do we install it here or we do, ins- do we install it there? Okay. Well, who's going to set up the account there? Well, somebody has to set up the account, right? So we have to provision access to the account. And then if it's not Mage Mojo, let's say it's at Rackspace, right? Which is a possibility. It's some sort of like you, you, you alluded to it's, um, we're going with Heroku or we're going with, you know, DigitalOcean. Fine. Okay. But somebody has to deploy and, de- and, and provision all of the dependencies. That means a PHP version. Are we using Apache? Are we using Nginx? Right? Do we have a choice in these things? Or do you have an internal team that has a preference? Right? Why would we not... Like, are we, what plugins are we going to possibly be using in the future? And will they be compatible with PHP 7.2 or 7.3? We're five hours in now to conversations just on choosing certain parts of the stack, we haven't even installed Magento yet. And by the way, installing Magento can be a one-liner. It certainly can be. But are you gonna, who's going to provision account access, right? You need ac- access to the account. So somebody has to set that up. And uh, so I need a list from you. Will you give it to me in Excel spreadsheet, right? Okay, so I'm going to copy and paste those in. There's another hour gone of 10 people that need access to the system. They don't know how to use it. So now I have to send them Magento U links. Right, but they don't want to pay for Magento U, right? So they want me to show them how to log in and and, and use Magento. Do you see where I'm going with all of this? It's not just Completely. installing Magento. In 40 hours, and we've done nothing, and all that's happened is Magento's installed. Nobody just sits down for an hour and installs Magento on an unchosen box, unless you're a developer totally. sitting at a merchant who has complete autonomy and nobody has any input whatsoever into the choice of your software, the choice of your stack. Do you see what I'm saying? 
No, yeah, those, those, those are the realities of the, the nature of the work that happens in our space. And I completely understand, and I'm not trying to say, and I think this was maybe what the subtext was that I should have been clearer and people might have assumed that I'm saying, hey, we should all be doing $10,000 builds. I no, don't yeah. do not think that Somebody out there all. in the world I think, will do a $10,000 build. Think, Somebody yeah, will. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, an, it, it's an edge case and it's just something that's, intellectually interesting to me as a possible use case um, of Magento. I'm not saying, and I totally understand that I'm like alienating my customer base by talking about this because listen, if solution partners aren't doing $250,000 bills, Commerce Hero builds, Commerce Hero doesn't exist because <laughs> those, are the, types, those yeah. are the types of companies that are using us to hire you know, six-figure developers. Yeah, for sure. That's right? how you make so, money is placing th- highly yes. paid developers at thriving yes. digital agencies. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't want that to change. I just think if there's this, you know, edge case, which, you know, could be a cool use of, of Magento. Like, I just think that's a neat thing. Like Magento and, and, wants, they've said themselves, they want to service wide parts of the market. They you. want SMB. Thank right? you. Okay. And, and uh, so, yeah, I, I, I agree with you that there is somebody out in the world that will do this. We saw this 50 years ago or 50. I'm not that old. We saw this 30 years ago. You know, well, for, and I started this. Yeah. I mean, I was say I, I got some interesting replies back. Actually, yeah. Ben Lasani said that he, his first build was, was 2,500 pounds. And, right. and, you know, if we're talking about, again, about off the shelf components, I think it could it could make sense. And then of course people start coming in saying, well, you can never use an off-the-shelf theme. Like yeah. and, and again, I totally understand in the solutions partner space, you're generally dealing with custom themes and things like that. But I have to imagine there's got to be tens of thousands, tens of thousands of merchants that are using off-the-shelf themes. These aren't the yeah, award-winning sure. sites. These aren't the for most sure. interesting sites in the world. But that's got to be a significant component of the Magento community. Um, yeah. There was also a talk. I'm trying to find the link to it. Uh, Len uh, Lorgen out in the Netherlands uh, had a buddy who did a talk on um, an agile agency. I believe it might have been Meet Magento uh, Netherlands. And he sort of talked about some of these things about putting, because for something like this to work, you'd have to have a lot of constraints in place, right? So all those things you described uh, that are part of a normal uh, life cycle of a project of having discussions and account access for tens, you know, tons of people, those things would all not be possible. You'd have to say, listen, you have to have all your product data in a very clean format. Here's the format. Go get your product data in that format. If you can't do that on your own, you don't qualify for this, right? Like everything would have to be very cut and dry for them. But at least that way you can point them to something and say, hey, listen, if you want to go this route, here's how to do it. If that, if those constraints don't all make sense for you, then it's, it's not going to make sense. But to me, I feel like that's a better approach than just saying, no, absolutely not. Never. This never makes sense. Forget okay. about it. That's, so now know, we're, rather. now we're right. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do the racehorse thing again. I'm, I'm freaking out. I, I need to tell you guys because, because you are right where we are at something digital and why we created the Mercury product. So we created an accelerator, which is to say, we we can build a Magento website 
Okay. I'm someone's gonna kill me for saying this because we don't have the price published anywhere. Okay. <laughs> we can build a website. We can, build, we can do a Magento commerce build for fifty five thousand dollars. We can. Woo! It can be done. But okay. you get you the choices that you have in solutions are fixed for you. Okay. Like it will be a Magento Commerce Cloud or a Magento Commerce Starter. That is it. Yep. Like it has to be yep. one of those two. Because yep. we we have to deploy to a known environment. And deploying to cloud means that they're provisioning Magento for you. They're setting up access to GitHub. They're giving you the ability to launch, you know, your own dev and UAT environments. And they're creating those for you. It means we don't have to do any of that plumbing work. And by using, you know, by using Yotpo, we know that you get reviews and we're pre-integrating there. By using Klaivu, we know that you're getting the best search. And, and you don't have to go through a search selection process of a search vendor. And, right. and, and so I do think that there are ways, if you can limit choice to getting a certain few items out of the box, and we can drive that down over time, right? But is that totally. the business that we want to be in is always doing commodity work? No. But I think Magento needs more commodity work for the health of the ecosystem overall. Because yeah, what we don't have, yeah, totally. I, I'm going to make one other point, is you had someone, when I said something snippy on, on your LinkedIn, by the way, sorry about that, David Stilson, <laughs> David Stilson said, and, and God bless him, uh, smart guy, Good he man basically too. says, you know, he made the assumption... He built a tiny house, by the way. Okay, I know he did. I, I remember yeah. that. He's smart. How insane is that? Smart freaking guy. He said, you know, 10 years ago, the video production world is, you know, scoffing at teenagers running around with cameras, pretending to be movie studios and undercutting market rates. And then Adobe basically democratized post-production by giving it all to them for 50 bucks a month. Right. 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 And we're there. And by the way, people are shooting like, you know, really, really quality content and doing things that used to be commercial work with iPhones. Right. So it's not like, it's not like that doesn't happen in the world. But I will say this, After Effects used to be a multi-thousand dollar investment. And mm. it's a complicated piece of software. Magento has been free since day one. And it mm. is a complicated process. It's a complicated yeah. process to learn Magento and it's a complicated stack. So right. just by the virtue of the fact that it's free, freely available software alone is not the barrier to... like The barrier in our industry is... Number complexity. of uptaken merchants and the comp- ta- and the complete and the complexity to learn and become proficient enough to be yeah. to to specialize your career on Magento. We yeah. do not have, despite what people say about three hundred thousand developers in the ecosystem, they're all employed somewhere. Most of them at Cora, Born and Gorilla, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> the rest of us are out here fighting it out, trying to get people to you know. I've got nine open jobs at something digital. You know, like I. I can't hire people fast enough. It, yeah. It's 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 we need more people in the ecosystem. Yeah. I I want it. I want yeah. more people doing ten thousand dollar builds. I want more because you know what? That means that somebody out there is growing their skills and their knowledge. But it's not going to be me. <laughs> yeah, totally, you know? like, totally. Yeah. I mean that. Uh, and and again, like I'm not saying I want everybody to be doing this. I'm out of business if everybody starts doing this. Yeah. Um, but it's you know I think I really like this Linux analogy, and I keep thinking about it because you know can, let's compare Linux to Microsoft, right? Microsoft. I I don't know much about Microsoft, but I, I assume there's some minimum costs, or whatever. But you can have Linux, enterprise Linux, that's probably more expensive than Microsoft deployment, 
right? And right. you can also have Linux that's less expensive. So you can cover the whole, you can cover the whole spectrum. Uh, because of the nature of open source, and I w- generally we think of lower cost means your your lower lower budget e-commerce means you're going to the SaaS platforms, and that probably makes sense most of the time. But like, why not? Like, like you could actually be cheaper than a SaaS e-commerce platform with Magento. Um, it, it, you know, if you found a way to get it deployed and get all the hiccups worked out and get a set of components working together nicely, the same thing you're talking about can be done at at a, at a lower scale. And and do doing um you know doing things at at uh, supporting lower budgets doesn't hurt the higher budgets. You know, no. I think it, it makes... They have nothing to do with each other. They have nothing to do with each other. That's And there's absolutely no one that's going to be at all influenced by my post on the... T- just in case anyone's worried about... Well, let's about, be honest. Keep, nobody's usually influenced by you in any <laughs> way whatsoever. Just so. to be clear. But people are saying, well, this is irresponsible. That's like the thing that's driving me crazy. It's this irresponsible. Whatever. I, but I, like, I, no one I, is <laughs> impacted. Like it, there, There's separate uh, segments of the market and activity at one end of the, end of the market doesn't hurt you know, activity at another end of it. Are you ready to get serious about moving your career forward? Magento certification can help you do that. And Swift Otter has study guides and practice tests that have helped hundreds of people all over the world become Magento certified. Swift Otter's released their latest study guide, this time for the Professional Developer Plus certification. Their study guide comes in at over 200 pages and has 24 modules that provide working examples of Magento customizations. So whether you're brand new to Magento or you're just wanting to bone up on your skills before taking the test, this guide is going to help you. In addition, Swift Otter has a 100% money back guarantee. You pass or they'll give you a refund. I used Swift Otter to study for my Magento Associate Developer exam, and I wish I had had them a long time ago. Thank you, Swift Otter, for helping me, and I know that they're going to help you. You can get the study guide today for 10% off at swiftotter.com slash talk. That's swiftotter.com slash talk. I think there's another thing to be said here too, though, is that I think the thing that threw people was that you dropped the word luxury, a $10,000 luxury site. I know. Right? (laughs) I think if if you said a $10,000, you know, ham radio traders, you know, marketplace (laughs) site, people would be like, oh, have at it, buddy. Marketplace or after market tire parts or something. Oh, $10,000 to sell t-shirts? Oh, fine. (laughs) I mean, whatever. Yeah. No, I know know that was, I know that was a bit, that made it even more sort of bizarre. But like, I mean, the truth is like, there's not a very high bar to sell a luxury product. I mean, you go find $200, you know, you buy jewelry, you know, that, you know, you buy cost of goods, maybe 50 bucks and you sell for $200 retail value. Boom. You're, you have a luxury, you ha- you're selling a luxury product. So there, I, I'm certain there are luxury, pro- and luxury is sort of a subjective word, right? For, for some yeah. people, you know, a $5 drink is a quote luxury, you know, for other people. Yeah, I mean, clean water is a luxury. Watch. 
right. to some people. So it's, a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit, I totally understand. Like, like I sort of put the post, like I, I knew it was a little off and I put the post out just to see what would happen. And then after the fact, I was like, yeah, I understand why I got lit up and rightfully right. so. But I was also like, look, there is, I, I still believe in some of the underlying uh, th- things going on here. Do you and, do you think um, that? Do you think that? Let, let, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question that has no context in in any of this. Okay. So, w- what if you're designing a logo? Have I lost my mind? Yeah. No, 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 no. Let's say that. Let's say that you're a graphic designer designing a logo for a brand that's a billion dollar brand. Okay. And and that might not even be like a billion dollar consumer brand. It could be some you know no name paper company, right? Dunder Mifflin, right? Billion yeah. dollar billion dollar distributor of paper, right? Like, what do you charge for that logo? And what makes you different for you know from the the you know twenty five dollar logo you could get from someone on Fiverr? Like, at some point, like other people in the industry have the same conversation, and and other industries have the same conversation about you know, output of, of professional services mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. they, they don't, they haven't solved it. I don't think we're going to solve it. Like, how do you value it? I think it just comes down to the value of the work output and should someone be charged more simply because they get like, because it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's and, for a, a luxury goods brand. Like, should they be like, yeah. you know what and I mean? At the, like at the high end of the like logo design or of the design market, the designer themselves has a reputation and a brand. So just the fact that let's say I'm like, I was like, I think I I was listening to this audio book about Tesla and they hired this uh, designer from Audi who was this, um, had this, you know, this really impressive, you know, car designer from, from, uh, was it Audi or another company that had this, so they hired him because of that reputation. It ended up not working out, but like, I, there's another example that's not coming to mind where somebody hired a design, but, but like at the high end of the market, that's part of the package is that we want, you know, the end consumer to be impressed by the fact that we hired this, like if John, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Ive, Johnny, who's the Apple designer? Yeah, Johnny, Johnny Ive. Ive. Yep. Johnny Ive. If Johnny Ive works on something, it automatically has a degree of respect just because he's the guy that worked on it. Like that's another sort yeah, of for sure. Yeah, I, I agree with factor that. that makes design, you know, really subjective. But yeah, and, and to the broader point of what you're saying, like, how do you price logo design? I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's probably a, it's probably a factor of two things. You have a factor of sort of the, the process by which you get to, a um, a, a quality outcome. Right. And then the, the, and at the end of the day, it's the, yeah, it is sort of paying a premium for the experience of working with someone who is known to produce a quality outcome. And yeah. if, if it's not one or both of those things, and it's, it's neither of those, then yes, there there is a sense that you will pay less for that service. If you yeah. like, from from in most industries, that's just how it is. You know, if you're going to have someone build you a house that's never built a house before and is unlicensed, they're likely to do it for cheaper than a licensed contractor who has built thousands of houses. Right? right. <laughs> a terrible right. analogy, but you get <laughs> you might also die in that house. But you know, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, another well, one of the things that I thought was really cool. One of the things that uh, piece of feedback I got was um, the dude Len that I mentioned, um, Len Lorgen. Lorgen. Um, yeah. I tried to, I'm trying to see what company's with. He's out in the Netherlands. Um, he had. Yeah, that's probably. He had said that he had this idea to have uh, a contest for people to build a website um, or around a design brief within a short period of time, like let's say 24 hours or whatever. I think it's basically like a hackathon um, where instead of just building random stuff, it's kind of a contest to build a site around a design brief and sort of see who gets farthest and then you know, sort of judge right. the different things that people come up with. And I was like, that's a really cool idea. Like I just... Um, and of course, some people <laughs> replied and said that that was irresponsible <laughs> because it, it sets the expectation that, you know, I don't think the, like, like are hackathons irresponsible because they set the expectation that somebody's going to work on something for a day or two for free and get, and get paid probably, or, you know, and get right. paid nothing, which probably is worth five figures in value. What ends up being produced, if not more, I mean, look at by, by the way, inventory. this is, this is, this is also timely in the Magento space because people are balking at, you know, Adobe stock integration being, mm-hmm. you know, part of the Magento community engineering platform, you know, mm-hmm. project. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're like, oh, why should we be doing work for free for Adobe? Okay, fine. That's, whatever. Yeah, don't do the work. You know, <laughs> yeah. you, no one's holding a gun to your head saying you must work on this, right? The way that yeah. you speak the loudest is by not doing anything at all. If if people want to work on it, they'll work on it. If they don't, they won't. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah. And then like a hackathon doesn't impact like what a client's expectation is around you doing work. You know, they're, they're just, they're just different things. So I thought right. the contest was a really cool idea. I said, Hey, put Karma Zero down for 2,500 bucks. We'll pitch in to sponsor and maybe we, can, maybe we can get up to like a $10,000 prize <laughs> for, the, for the contest. So By I, the way, I think this is happening a lot in a lot of different places. This, this is not the, this is not the only area where this is uh, happening. What, what, we see we see this a lot in sort of the angel world and um, and startup accelerators, and you you definitely mm-hmm. see it even in direct to consumer uh, brand building businesses. Like, oh really? Yeah. You, you, so there's a, a a lot of funds now. Um, a few that have been started by ex DTC founders themselves, like this guy Webb Smith, um, who uh, was the founder of Mizzen and Maine, the the shirt company. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He went on to uh, partner with. A few venture funds to start his own DTC consulting company for to create direct to consumer brands, and they mm-hmm. actually fund and they act as like an angel and early stage investment for uh, for other for new direct to consumer brands. So when by the way, for those in the magenta world who don't know what direct to consumer is, like think Casper, Allbirds, people who have sort of uh, went around the t- traditional supply chain of selling to stores that sell your products. So instead of, you know, Nike selling to Nordstrom, you're just, it's Nike selling direct online. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of these brands have done is, you know, they've scaled their brands uh, on platforms like Shopify, some on Magento as well. Um, but but that's what, you know, companies like 2PM are doing is they're identifying, you know, players in the space that might be differentiators who probably just don't have the startup capital and they're taking early stage investment to complete some period of work. And and in your case, it might be ten thousand dollars, and maybe you have a few. Like it sounds like you're starting a, a an angel syndicate for you know 
Like this exists in other worlds is what I'm trying to say. The thing mm-hmm. you're, you're talking about has an analog in, in the real world. But, it, but in terms of like contests, do, do they do it as a contest? No, I mean, not as a contest, but like it would be an investment, investment strategy. It's yeah. an investment. Yeah. Like you're, you're doing the Kickstarter version of it, which is I don't, I like I'm investing in you and I get something like I'm investing in you and I get something which is probably just exposure or marketing. Um, mm. I don't take, you know, ownership or stock in your company, um, mm. which would be the, the sort of angel or VC approach. Right. Um, right. Yeah, that's interesting. But I, I mean, it, it would also be interesting to like have a contest, like a, like a 24 hour contest to develop a direct consumer brand and like come up with the branding, come up with, um, you know, product uh, assortment. I mean, I, I don't know. I like I, it, contests are just kind of fun. Um, so that yeah, kind of came yeah. out of it. We'll see where that goes, but I could see that being fun. Like I could see, and then a couple of people replied, you know, Peter Yap, repl- a couple people replied. They're like, yeah, let's do it. So I could see that being, you know, just a fun activity. And, yeah. But like, uh, like any of these things, right? Like if, if, if you're going to think about where that capital could go and what, what it would do, you, you want to put that money. If you're going to put 10, if four companies are going to all put in $2,500 to award somebody to do something. Like you want that to be for a brand that can actually turn that into something valuable. So at that point now, <laughs> like you're talking point. about like vetting it. Like you don't want to just sink that into someone because they have an idea. You want to sink mm. it into someone who like could run with that and prove that to be successful for, you know, to create right. economic opportunity, not just for themselves, but a lot of other people. And, right. you know. Maybe what the contest should be is maybe we should have merchants submit like their project briefs and then yeah. basically like find the brief that is the most well organized, like the, the one where they have all their stuff together. It's the most, like it's the most well organized that you can right. tell there's going to be the least possible. They have, a, deck. They have yeah. a business plan. It's as clear we're, we're, as possible. We're literally recreating, you know, the, <laughs> this is, this is what I'm talking about. This is an investment you know, roadshow. It's, it's that's a cool idea. Yeah, this exists like in other it. parts of the world. I, I, I think what you're doing is you're, you're just doing the, you know, you're, you're, you're getting one part of their, their actual product need. You know, their infrastructure build out yeah. net, right? Whereas, yeah. you know, and, and, and by the way, kudos. Like if, like if somebody wanted some, some strategic advice on how to build their business and how to drive traffic and how to convert that traffic. I'm happy to, to lend that for free as well. Dude, you know, this is starting um, to, this is starting to, I'm starting to like the direction this is going. Yeah. We got a brand that mage talk though. I'm I'd down. much rather do that than a t-shirt that says long live magenta one. I'll tell you. <laughs> All right. I got you down for 2,500. So next, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, that actually would be pretty dope. And I'm, totally down to do a mage talk brand on that um <laughs> actually i i thought we should talk a little bit more about the adobe stock integration thing because that's okay that's probably relevant so you're saying people are a little feisty about the fact that that's getting rolled under not people the- i mean i think like three people i think i think okay. some people are, are saying things like well why you know why is adobe asking the community to build their product for them and it's so funny because if you watch the progression of events, it's like, well, why did Magento ask the community to build their product for them, right? Correct. Why did eBay ask the community to build their product for them? And why did Varian ask the community to build their product for them? This all has a commercial means, right? Right. 
Right. And, like, well, let me ask you this. Day, the, the person, the person who actually this, like, okay, let's let's talk about who 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 has who is like. Let's talk about who's who's leeching off of whom because I think that's really what it comes down to. Is there's this perception or or there's this notion that we're taking developers' time for free and using it to fund a commercial product, right? Even though Adobe stock would like just like you know, MSI, uh, multi-source inventory, or you know, any of the other community engineering focused projects, like they all become ownership of the community. They're freely available. If you want Adobe stock integration, you can use it. You don't have to have it. Right. So, mm-hmm. but we're using community engineering time. So the community, people in the community develop this feature. But I, isn't that like how all of Magento works? And you know, shouldn't then you be mad at merchants that just use the free platform and never contribute anything else back? Like, this is how open source leechers. works. Le- a bunch leechers. of mooches. <laughs> Freaking mooches. Are the people complaining contributors? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, because normally yeah. they're, the they're somewhat, they're, they're like, they're, they're, I don't want to call them non contributors. I, I haven't gone on GitHub and seen how much they've contributed. Well, I'm just saying, normally when I see complaints come in, like, normally the people that are contributing actively are just pumped. Like, they're happy to be doing it. They're excited. They're doing their thing. They're, they're not like, they're enjoying it. Like, it, they're never the ones that I see complaining about these types of things. It's always the people that, it's always someone like ancillary really that's like <laughs> yeah they're not yeah. like actively contributing so I mean, I mean like I'll, I'll I'll name a name just because I you know I think it's it's you know here goes nothing uh, right because uh, what else do I have to lose at this point <laughs> um, uh, Lucas like, you lose MC <laughs> slot <laughs> yeah yeah well technically that's true I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's his name? Lucas. I, mean, I forget his his last name. Hold on one second. Um, I'm terrible. I'm a, I'm a horrible. I'm a horrible human being. Part of me is Proxy stalling. Blue. I don't know how to pronounce Lucas it. Van Staden. Is it Van Staden? It's with a Z. Lucas with a Z. A A S Z. Oh, sorry. Lucas. Not him. Shout out to Lucas Van Staden, by the way. Oh well, yeah. A good dude. I mean, kind of a baller that guy. Kind of a baller. He's in Perth. That's in Australia. Yeah. Perth is in <laughs> Proxy Blue. Check out proxyblue.com.au. OXI. Proxy with an I, right? With uh, an I. That is correct. That is correct. I'm going, I'm going to try. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Lucas, uh, we're going to cut out all this part, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Uh, you know, I had it. It's so, it, this is annoying because I had him on. You could um, just pull this Twitter. out. This whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> this would be great, actually. We could just k- kill this whole thing. Okay, I have you another just topic. Kill this whole thing? Yeah, we could just kill this whole thing. Yeah, let's just um, kill this whole thing. Yeah. Okay, I want to propose an idea for. I'm pulling a lot of themes from Reply All podcasts. Like they have this holiday <laughs> that they created called Email Forgiveness Day. Did you listen to that episode? Yeah, I call it email bankruptcy, but yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry. There you go. Bankruptcy. And then the maids, yes, yes, no. So I think we should create... This is this is loosely pulled from their idea of creating a holiday. I think we should create Mage Reconciliation Day. Now, here's what here's what this is. I, mean, you're asking, <laughs> I like it so far. I, I, I love so, it. I love it. As time has gone on, I've known increasing number of people 
who, well, I've just known an increasing number of people in the community in general. And there's a handful of people I know that have beef with each other, right? And, and there'll be people that I, I know and like them both. And then they, they have like a serious beef with each other, right? And I did not approve this segment in any way whatsoever. <laughs> and, I just want uh, that to be known right no, now. No, 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 I'm not going to mention any names. I'm not going to mention any names. Um, <laughs> and like, like, sadly, there's a couple people, the very small number of people that I, I have a little bit of beef with too. And it makes me sad because I think that the magenta community is a really beautiful, like, that's one of the things as I have been taking a step back a little with this sabbatical, I've been realizing like, it's a great community. And we say that a lot. And I saw a lot of people saying that from Imagine. But what if one day per year, you know, every, like, it was like everybody could just squash their beef with each other and like, you know, talk to each other, be like, Hey, you know, let's let it go. Kind of a thing. Reconciliation day. Reconciliation day. So that, that, what do you think about that? That's not the, such a crazy idea. You're, you're like, you're thinking about all the people you have beef with and you're like going, I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. I, here's the, here's the problem is, and, and you have to, Without putting it in, like, I don't know what, what's going on with you. I love the idea of Reconciliation Day. I think it's great. It's biblical, too, by the way. I, I, I think that there's a... I'm a biblical kind of guy. I know you are. Um, yeah. <laughs> non-sarcastic. Why are you going to laugh? Are you I know. <laughs> You're probably the most biblical guy I know. <laughs> that wasn't very biblical for me to lie like that, was it? <laughs> it was... Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I said it again. Here's the deal. There's three times for you. Showtime. Gosh, have we not annoying. used that as a show title yet? It hasn't because been. That's never been okay. used. I mean, that's that's show title worthy. Here's the deal. It is show title. Yeah, that could be the next thing that Nina Stocklow, you know, starts ranting on Twitter about. Shout out to by Nina Stocklow, by the way. Uber she's, fan. Yes. She's coming the mage talk right now. It's... She's uh, yeah, Check her out sure. on Twitter at Nina, N-I-N-N-A-H 90. They have a really yeah. cool um, AR, uh, augmented reality integration. Yeah. That, uh, you Phoenix probably, Media. Right? Phoenix Media. should probably check out. Phoenix Media is one of the OGs of all time. Dude, they right? are like, the OG. Like they, people always balk about like bundled extensions. Like why is Vertex putting extensions in my magenta? I'm like, Phoenix Media is yeah. the original bundled extension. OG bundled extension, baby. OG. Yeah. OG. I, yeah, they might not have had any rev share back, back in the day. No, I, probably I, not. I guess. <laughs> Seeing as it's still in the platform, I'm going to say no. It was a little um, different back then. It was a little different yeah, world back then. It was a wild <laughs> At that point, it was like, just message Roy in the forums and say, can, can you ship this with your software so I don't have to install it all the time? He's like, yeah, no problem. There was, Here's no, the thing. There was no SaaS back then, no commissions on recurring <laughs> revenue. It was I a have, dark time. I know, right? Like, if only we knew what the future would look like where you have rev shares. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm fine with reconciling. I think that my 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 caution to anybody is that I and I've learned this uh the hard way. In in reality, it's none of your business what other people think about you. And I think this will help everybody in their life. Mm. If you think a lot about what other people think about you, I'm just gonna tell you, it's none of your business. That's what they think, right? Mm-hmm. And 
you will take yourself a lot further and you'll call and you and you take a lot of worry off your life if you stop worrying what other people think about you. Now, that mm-hmm. being said, I do think there are true, like there is an axiom I sort of live by. Um, who and one of my old bosses, shout out to uh, Roz Poplack uh, from my old Native Remedies days. She was a, a former AS400, you know, IBM i series uh, coder and just a, a, a rock shout star. Shout out to AS400. Oh, nice. you. Um, she, she said, speak to me. $10,000 bill. <laughs> Times a million. Um, <laughs> 10,000 in like 1948 numbers, right? Like, it's like, so, it's like it's 1750s not that old. US yeah. dollars. In the, in the 1400s, <laughs> when they were building AS400 websites, yeah. um, websites on the, on the World Wide Web. That's how old the web is. AS400 there were little webs back then. There were actual spider webs. They used to be made of actual spider webs. That's what, a um, that's what a web was back then. God, we are so <clears> off base. Okay, we're so Rods used to tell me, she said, if you feel some, like, if you feel a way about somebody, if you have a problem with somebody, chances are like 100% that they feel the same way about you. Like, if you feel mm-hmm. that there's something wrong in a relationship, like, there probably is. And it's probably mutual. And mm-hmm. I, I tend to think that that's true. Sometimes, though, it's just not worth dealing with because. Even if you try, even if you reach out, even if you try to mend it, it doesn't mean that like just because you want to mend it, that they want to mend it. Totally. Right? So now you're imposing your will on them. And at the end of the day, some of the stuff just doesn't even matter. Like like, it's silly stuff and it's high school and you just grow up and get past it and you just learn that stuff happens and you move on. And if you want to be an adult like and, and deal with it and there's an opportunity to deal with it, you do. And if not, like just let it go. You know? Yeah, you're probably think, right. Everybody could just chill out about like you don't need a day of reconciliation. Today is the day of reconciliation. Today is the friend. day. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Don't yeah, shout me down because I'm preaching real good. Yeah, that was very so, biblical of you. That yeah. was so biblical. Um, although, although, I mean, although, you could say the same thing about, you know, the, this is turning into the mage Bible cast, but you could say the same the thing about the yeah. year of Jubilee, you could say, well, you should forgive people their debts all the time, yeah, but the you know, there, there was a specific year where debts were supposed to be forgiven. So you know, yeah. maybe, maybe it's, but, yeah. but that is a good point that I think, and just, to, just as a general rule, if you're wanting to reconcile with somebody or let something go, I totally agree with you. You shouldn't necessarily be coming up from the perspective of like, I'm going to forgive you. You're going to forgive me. Maybe just do it from <laughs> your side of like, hey, I'm gonna let this go. Maybe you need it. Yes. Maybe you tell them. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But I think you're right that don't necessarily look for the reciprocation. Maybe more so yes. look for just letting it go yourself and letting I that burden don't go yourself. Or even know like how we got to this, but this stuff I love. Like I love this conversation. I could talk about this for a hundred hours. Here's. Here, like my, I bring out the best in you. That's you that's what I You do. actually, you complete me. What I did. Uh, I, that's what I did. Just, just because, like, I need to recognize the the deficiency in myself to need other people to like me, which requires, Amen. which sometimes Amen requires to me to, like, I start to impose my need for you to like me upon you to say, I need you to forgive me. But you forgiving me or not should have no bearing on whether or not I've grown up and moved on. Like, like. At some point, then, like it kind of gets dirty in that I'm manipulating you to do what I want you to do, 
right? Like yeah. now I'm now I'm enforcing something on you that you like imposing something on you that you 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 maybe you aren't ready for. That creates an additional problem. Like I, I could be digging yeah. a deeper hole, and then like that cycle never resolves itself because I, I it's a self fulfilling like you know uh, curse. It's like I don't like you, or like I don't like that you don't like me, so I'm making you like me, which makes you hate me more. Like right. that's just you're never going to dig out of that. So you might as well just just own that you can't control other people in the way that they think. It's none of your business. That's my yeah yeah. Anyway. It's true. But am I the only person like that, that like no like forget about everybody issues you have yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> up, up until about a month ago. Now my, my Twitter <laughs> feed has turned into the online equivalent of the husband that uh retires and like is at home all the time <laughs> and drives their wife insane and the wife just yeah. wants them out of the house like it used I to be. That's that. yep. Yeah. That's what my <laughs> Twitter feed has become the online equivalent of that. Um, but, uh, but am I the only person that like where, and again, we're not mentioning names, but where you'll know two people that have like a serious issue with each other and you're like, man, you guys are both great people. Like it bums me out when I think about it. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. No, but may, maybe no, I'm just a better I, person. Than you. Yeah. You're just a better person. I think that's what it is. That's, that you're right. What it is. That's what it is. All uh, right, you know what? Enough. Hey, listen, you know, like if since we're all on the biblical train, uh there's there's a lot of that, right? There's uh there's, I mean, you you have that sort of littered throughout throughout biblical texts, right? Like didn't didn't uh um uh oh gosh. I you know what? I'm I'm, I'm going to turn in your Bibles to Samuel chapter 2. I, I just kind of cringed you. a little bit. I'm kind of cringed. I'm cringing a little bit. I, I don't even want to go down this path. I, I think okay. that there's plenty of precedent in lots of places in life that you could look at where plenty of good people fell out of favor with each other. It doesn't mean they're bad people or they don't like each other or that any of them are in the wrong. Just sometimes people move on and that's okay. Right. right? I've had to say goodbye to really good friends who, you know, we've just gone different ways in life. And that's, that's not wrong or bad. Like we're just going different places to go. Like, I see that happen in marriages. Okay. I see that happen with mm-hmm. people with faith. I see that like that happens a lot, right? You just grow up, you become a different person. Some people have different paths and that's okay. Fair right? enough. Well, we said this was going to be a therapy <laughs> session. <laughs> and uh, true, um, true, <laughs> true to form, it, uh, it, it sure feels like a therapy session. Sure how dare you eat some bananas and what are all the other catchphrases? You know what <laughs> like, sucks is we had a whole episode without a mention of bananas and you ruined it. I killed it. Destroyed yeah. it. Absolutely destroyed it. Shout out to absolutely Nina. destroyed it. Right. Well, we'd like to hear I think, about your ten thousand dollar builds and uh and your and your the and the people that you'll never forgive. Send that over to hello at magetalk.com <laughs> and um it just lists out all the people that you're never yeah. going to forgive. And the we'll... airing of the grievances, just make a list. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, it, th- maybe that's what we need to turn this into, is a mage airing of grievances. Is that too much to ask? I'm yes. going to start with the X.commerce fabric. All right, let's start there. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to start I'm going to start going all the way back to like, you know, Roy, you you sold us out, man. eBay, really? Really? But we love you. Later.